0: Have you seen the 2021 My OT Journey Planner? This is Dr. Robin Axelrod. This planner is a must for OT students and practitioners. Check it out at myotjourney.com.
1: The students of Corbin Health and Rehab Group, or CHARGE Therapy, are here to bring you the latest research in the field of occupational therapy. Combining evidence-based practice with a fresh student perspective, They aim to promote best practice and competency within the field. Hope you're fully charged because it's time for the students in charge.
2: Welcome back to students in charge. Charge Therapy is a telehealth occupational therapy company that specializes in hand, upper extremity, ergonomics, and home modifications. In this podcast, we aim to bring you the latest evidence-based research in the field. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing ergonomic assessments and interventions, which is actually what we provide here at CHARGE. So my name is Katie, and joining me today is Tiffany, Shalamet, and Sarah. So how are you guys?
3: Great. How are you doing, Katie?
2: I'm good. I'm actually really excited to talk about ergonomics because I feel like it's a really important topic and not a lot of people know much about it.
3: Now for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term ergonomics, the word itself comes from the Greek word ergon which means work and namos which means laws. Basically ergonomics is the laws of work or the interaction between the work environment and the worker. Ergonomics can therefore be defined as the study of people in their working environment. Now with ergonomics, the purpose is to design or modify the work to fit the worker and not the other way around. The goal is to eliminate discomfort and risk of injury due to work, or to prevent repetitive stress injuries from occurring. So the way that we do this here at CHARGE is by providing recommendations for adaptive equipment and providing specific techniques to help avoid pain and injury via an online ergonomic consultation, all through our HIPAA-compliant platform. And now Shalamet's going to get into why our company decided to get into this little niche.
0: So yes, Sarah, the reason we do ergonomics at charge through telehealth in response to COVID-19 is because many people started working from home because of the virus. As many individuals don't have a great work setup at home, therefore they get pain in different areas of their body because of their poor ergonomic setup and posture. So here at CHARGE through telehealth, we get the opportunity to look at the client's office space and we actually get to see them in their home environment. If it weren't for telehealth, there would be a smaller chance that an occupational therapist would be able to go into a client's home to
4: evaluate their ergonomic workspace during this time period. It's great to hear that CHARGE is able to reach so many people that otherwise might not be able to get the help they need. So many of those clients may not be aware of their poor body mechanics or how to fix it. And this actually kind of reminds me of something I read the other day when I was doing research. I found this article explaining that approximately one-third of musculoskeletal injuries can be attributed to poor body mechanics and posture while working. And because of this fact, a group of researchers conducted a randomized control trial to see the effects of an intervention on the development of neck and upper extremity pain in office workers. The study had two phases, and it took place over 10 months. In the first phase, the participants were educated on basic office ergonomics, risk assessment skills, and ways to adapt the environment, and different stretches to incorporate into their routine. The second phase included an actual in-person ergonomic evaluation where the researchers and participants collaboratively assessed the risk and came up with solutions. For the next 10 months, the participants rated his or her symptoms, and it was found that the group that received the ergonomic training and evaluation had significantly lower symptom severity in almost all of the areas in their upper, upper extremities.
2: So I know you said that this was a 10-month study. So how did the participants do after all that time had passed?
4: Like, did they have good follow-through? That's a great question. So the researchers actually addressed that in ergonomics, retention and follow-through can be really hard to achieve. That is why they decided to have this study take place over 10 months. Each month, the subjects were monitored, and the intervention group continuously reported fewer symptoms and less disability. So it was concluded that the follow-ups had a significant impact on retention and compliance. It really does show you that proper ergonomics is rarely achieved after one assessment. Frequent monitoring and adjusting are usually necessary for long-term improvements.
2: That was a really interesting article and it actually relates really well to what we do here at CHARGE. So like we said earlier, we specialize in ergonomic consultations and we can see both individuals or groups. So when we see an individual, it's actually really cool because we get to uh, look into their home office via either their phone or a webcam, and really look at how they're sitting and provide very specific recommendations for that person. You're totally right that follow-ups can be really, really crucial. Just seeing somebody one time may not always do the trick. So actually at Charge, we offer a package of five sessions, which is significantly cheaper than buying five individual ones. And the reason that we do this, and that any company would do this, is because we want clients to maintain progress for the long haul. So like I said, just seeing them once, you can give somebody some really good recommendations, but it's always important to follow back up with them and see those recommendations in action to make sure, first of all, that they did them right, but then also just to see if there's any other little changes that you can make to help them avoid pain and avoid injury while they're sitting at their desk for such long hours.
4: That's great to hear. It's so important, especially if recommendations are given because changing one aspect in ergonomics, like a desk kite or um, different lighting, it changes every other area of the body. And so as these adjustments are made, things need to be fixed accordingly. Exactly. Um, Yeah, and like I
2: mentioned earlier, so we see individuals, but then we also consult with companies as well. Um, And recently we actually met with a law firm and it was a really great experience obviously, for the law firm, but also for us as well. Um, so it it's very different than seeing just an individual, because when you see an individual, you get to see their specific workspace and make individualized recommendations. But obviously, if you're meeting with an entire company full of people, you can't look at everybody's work setup at once. So it was really more focused on education and consulting them in just general tips and tricks to position their bodies um, to avoid pain and injury. But I thought it was very cool because at the end of it, you know, we asked them if they had any questions and they really told us that it was extremely beneficial that we even gave them this consultation. A lot of them told us about different pain that they had um, in their work days and that a lot of the tips and tricks that we as OTs might think are, you know, easy and everybody knows them. They had no idea, like they had absolutely no idea which way to position their wrists or the height of their chair, and they were so grateful to us for being able to teach them that. So I think it's really cool that Charge does um, not just people, not just individual people, but businesses and companies as well.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a great experience. It's great that we can meet with businesses because office-related ergonomics is so important, so reaching as many people as we can at once is really beneficial. I actually just read an article about this topic. It's an article from 2018 called Effects of Stretching Exercise Training and Ergonomic Modifications on Musculoskeletal Discomforts of Office Workers, a Randomized Controlled Trial, and it explains how evidence suggests That the most common ergonomic risk factors while performing work activities is contact stress, awkward postures, and repetitive movements. It was also found that not only do musculoskeletal disorders impact a person's quality of life, but it negatively impacts the productivity of their job. As ergonomic modifications, rest breaks, and exercise in a workspace have been found to treat the symptoms of musculoskeletal disorders, this article states, That there is little information on office training exercise as a way to treat musculoskeletal disorders and therefore the researchers came up with comparing scores of four different activity groups so the first group was the exercise training group the second was the ergonomic modification group and the third was a combination of both exercise and modifications and lastly the control group with no treatment so the exercise group was to perform a set of exercises once a day Three times a week for 10 to 15 minutes. The modification group worked on modifications of the height of their chair and working desk, their sitting posture, and the distance and level between their eyes and their computer monitor. The combination group performed what the first two groups did. And lastly, the group with no treatment were told to continue the usual work day. What the researchers found from this was that there was a significant improvement of pain scores in only the exercise group and the combination group compared with the no treatment group. Therefore, it is recommended to office workers to start implementing at least one of the interventions into their offices.
2: So question for you, Did they use a specific assessment tool with their participants?
0: Yeah, they actually use an assessment called ROSA, which stands for Rapid Office Strain Assessment, which is a picture-based posture checklist to measure the risk factors in the workspace environment.
2: I'd actually really like to look into the ROSA assessment more because we don't use that here, but that could be really interesting. Um, here at CHARGE, we use an assessment we actually created ourselves. We call it the head-to-toe ergonomic assessment. Originally, we were using a very brief evaluation form that just had us note general awkward postures that we observed when we met with our clients. Um, But we actually found that to be a little too vague. So we ended up coming up with this new design, which has specific questions where you start all the way up at the head and you go all the way down to the toes. Um, And we found it. Uh, especially helpful because when we see clients on telehealth, it often requires them to move the camera so that we can observe different parts of their body. So when we go from head to toe, instead of jumping around all over the place, it makes it a lot easier for the client to kind of follow along with us. And this assessment also helped us to really make our observations much more detailed, which is crucial when we're recommending ergonomic equipment and adjustments.
3: Yeah, I agree with you, Katie. It's great that we made our assessment more specific and detailed and organized because getting a clear picture of the body's position can be really helpful for preventing pain and deformity later in life. Speaking of which, I came across an article that looked at the long-term effects of participating in an ergonomics training session, such as the one we offer at CHARGE. So as I mentioned, I was curious about the long-term effects of participating in an ergonomics training session. And I came across a 2019 article called, Does Ergonomics Training Have an Effect on Body Posture During Computer Usage? From the Journal of Back and Musculoskeletal Rehabilitation. The purpose of this study was to look at the effect of receiving ergonomics training and then determine the outcome of participating in such training. The study compared 27 individuals who participated in the training to 58 individuals who did not. So this was a little bit of a longitudinal study as the participants were observed for six months, and then they were interviewed months later to assess their pain and posture. So the pain and posture part of it was assessed using the rapid upper limb assessment and musculoskeletal diseases in computer users' frequency and risk factors screening form. The results show that the percentage of pain experienced was much higher in the untrained group than the trained group. And according to the rapid upper limb assessment scores, the training program on ergonomics was effective in reducing the risk level of musculoskeletal disorders. Also, in addition to this sort of preventative health implementation, it was also indicated that ergonomics training is an effective method of reducing existing musculoskeletal pain. So I thought this study was interesting because it emphasized the importance of the long-term effects of ergonomics training for preventative purposes before musculoskeletal problems even manifest.
4: I think this article highlights a lot of key points. And one that I really liked was that it discussed um, like preventative purposes, because I feel like our healthcare industry and as it should be, is kind of shifting towards a prevention mindset. And that's so important. And it's really awesome that these ergonomic assessments um, can identify all these risk factors that are associated with um, musculoskeletal disorders. If you're interested in ergonomics, you could get a specialty in it. Today we have a guest star, Shanna Corbin, who is a CEEs, which stands for Certified Ergonomic Evaluation Specialist. Hey, Shanna. Thank you so much for being back on the podcast with us today. Thank you. So what made you initially interested in ergonomics?
1: You know, that's a great question. Um, I, as soon as I started getting into the hand therapy field, I started getting interested in ergonomics. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of it was because, you know, patients would come in or clients would come in um, with you know questions about how they might uh, do things differently in order to prevent pain. And as we as we come, you know, at this point in our healthcare system where prevention is becoming you know more and more of a focus. I just thought, you know, ergonomics really is one of those, it's everywhere. It's one of those ways that we can really help to actually prevent some of these injuries versus just treating them. And so as I realized how much, um, you know, how powerful ergonomics could be in the prevention of injury, um, that's when I started to become really interested and it just took off from there.
4: Yeah, I think it's so important, especially, I think this year in particular, really highlighted, I guess, the ergonomics and how, how your setup really has such an impact on your how you feel, how your body feels, your mental state, everything. And I think it really came to light this year with everyone transitioning from working from home.
1: Absolutely. And that's actually a good point that you just rose is it's not even just injury prevention. It's actually just overall health and wellness.
4: Definitely. Um So what exactly is a Certified Ergonomic Evaluation Specialist?
1: So it's actually a uh, course that I took through uh, Matheson, which is a pretty well-recognized course. And so it was actually a really fun course to take um, that, you know, basically they teach you a lot of the different evaluations that you know are there that there's lots of different standardized types of evaluations that you can utilize for ergonomics but they really teach you how to how to actually do them and then and then how to choose which you know ergonomics assessment for what Um, because a lot of the times you know ergonomics we assess things just kind of visually but you really do have to make that your observations objective and so that's what the how the ergonomics um, evaluation specialty comes into play. It really just teaches you how to, how to actually perform a good overall thorough ergonomic evaluation and make it objective, not just you know, a bunch of your observations, especially in today's world when you know, what we need to do is we need to be advocates for our clients and patients. And so by you know, being advocates, you, you can't really just say, well, I, I feel this way. <laughs> I think, you know, my opinion is you really just, you need to make it objective so that you can a- even be an advocate to their workplace, et cetera, who are going to require, you know, reasons for, for to back up um, your thoughts and feelings and opinions. And so that's what the uh, Certified Ergonomic Evaluation Specialist um, course was all about through Matheson. And I thank them for that.
3: Awesome. Thank you. How has becoming a Certified Ergonomic Evaluation Specialist carried over into your professional development as an Occupational Therapist? That's
1: a great question. Um, yeah, well, it's funny because you know, even just at work, I've become kind of like the ergonomic go-to person. And so that's, that's kind of been a, a really cool role for me um, just because everyone now knows that it's, it's kind of my interest and my specialty and it also just really kind of made me i know this sounds probably kind of corny but it, it kind of makes me put on my ergonomic lens quite a bit where i i uh constantly am kind of just looking at people's posture and positioning and the way that they're doing things and it's made me um kind of more you know more particular on those types of things as well. And I, 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 really, I really kind of enjoy consulting with people and, and advising them on what, what they can do to help themselves a bit more. So it's really just, you know, really just helped me kind of focus on that, on that ergonomic lens, so to speak.
3: Now, for those interested in this field, how does one go about becoming a certified ergonomic evaluation specialist?
1: So yeah, actually they can look into the Matheson website, Um, and I believe that if they, uh, if you even just Google the Matheson course, you will get, you'll get the website up. Um, Off the top of my head, I can't remember the exact website, but, um, but certainly it's, you know, you can look into it online and do a Google, Google search. And um, it's they have a lot of great classes, actually, they, they focus on FCEs and, and work evaluations and things like that. But, you know, ergonomics is one of them. And so You can simply go to their website or any website. There's also different types of ergonomics, specialty specialty websites out there that, that can offer you Accredited courses in, in ergonomics. If you are interested, it, it certainly does help just to have that specialty. It just gives you it's a, another type of continuing ed course that just helps you to define your practice a little bit and define your focus. So um, in each course, we'll have a different length of time, different courses that, um, different classes that will be, you know, part of it and different materials that will also be part of it. But the one that I chose was through Matheson.
3: Awesome, thanks for your participation. Absolutely. It was great hearing from Shanna, and I think this is really cool because this is a specialty that I personally didn't really learn much about in school, so I'm definitely interested in looking into getting a CEES.
2: Okay, everybody, so that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope that you learned as much as we did. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us. Like we mentioned, we specialize in ergonomics for individuals and for businesses. And with everyone working from home lately, it's a really great time to have somebody look at your office setup. So we can be found at our website, chargetherapy.com. Charge is spelled C-H-R-G. And our social media is all Charge Therapy. Again, C-H-R-G. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.